Blog hello. Radio. Hello, hello, and welcome to the show. We're back. You're listening to Ray and Tay today, and I'm Ray Tall Rayside. And I'm Tay, Eric Taylor, and we are here with the football season upon us, the fall. Good to be back. Well, we're back for a special reason and for an amazing special guest. Ray, I mean, we're talking football, but tell us who we got, a, a former Jet joining us and some other folks. Break it down for the audience. Sure we do. So we've got special guest Tony Richardson. You'll remember him, all you Jet fans, Kansas City Chief fans, Minnesota Viking fans, 16-year NFL vet. And he's here with Elizabeth Melendez Fisher and Al Reynolds representing the Sela Way Foundation, a great cause focused on eradicating sex trafficking. So without further Amazing ado, Amazing charity, yeah. We've got some folks on the line. Hello, welcome to the show. Hey, how are you guys? Hi there. Good, good. Just Hi, Elizabeth, bit? how are you? Hi, yes, I'm great. Thank you guys for having me. Oh, welcome to, welcome to Ray and Tay today. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Great. And you know, so what? I, Al, Al Reynolds, who would have been so fun, you'll have to have us on again. He came down with a horrific flu. He's been in urgent care like two days in a row. So I am so sorry. Oh, so, oh, oh we're sorry to hear that. I know. And, uh, well, hopefully Tony will be joining us shortly as well. Um, yeah. Elizabeth, why don't you start off with us and explain who you are, your charity. Yep. And just give our audience a little bit about the involvement with athletes and specifically Tony Richardson from the New York Jets. Absolutely. So I am with um, Sela Freedom is the original organization, but we have now burst into the Sela Way Foundation, which is a larger umbrella of all the leading um, anti-sex trafficking service providers. And when I say sex trafficking, you guys probably think international, right, or India or something? <laughs> no, unfortunately, right. we know too well. It's all over here. It's crazy. Oh, you know. So most people are like, what? You're talking about like over there in another country, but you guys know. Yeah. So all that we work with are American kids, and the root behind it and why everybody should care about it is that the stats today are one out of three little girls are sexually abused and one out of five little boys, which are crazy numbers. And when a kid starts being oh sexually gosh. abused at three, I know, three, four, five years old, and then they're told to keep a secret or they think it's, you know, if they tell someone they're going to get in trouble, then by the time they're 12, statistically something happens and they can't take it anymore, and a very large number will run away thinking they're going to find freedom. And within 48 hours of hitting the streets, our own children are approached by a trafficker, and literally all he has to say to them are, are you hungry? I bet your parents didn't know how to love you. I'll love you. And they get lured in. He'll hook them a little bit on a drug, and they are sold for sex right here in every town in America 15 to 40 times a day, and it usually a kid will last seven years before they're dead in jail or something else. Oh, my goodness. That's, wow. Uh, you know, that's you know crazy. It, it's one of those things. Right? It's yeah, crazy. Yeah. That's, no, that's pretty yeah, crazy. That's why I love this pony. Yeah. It seems like that sex trafficking has become – more and more prevalent in the media these days. Um, but I would imagine the roots are, are based in, you know, 
society and 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 this has been a problem you know for a while so what's what's with the the has the problem gotten worse and is it just that we have more media and the news cycle is 24 hours you know i think that's such a great question because the truth is i think it has always been happening we've not it's like hidden in, in plain sight and we've been trained to turn a blind eye and not notice it and really starting in 2010, 2011, it's like there was this awakening around the country and all kinds of people, it got on the radar that like, oh my gosh, this kid is out there. They used to arrest these kids at 13, 14 years old for child minor prostitution. And then all of a sudden it was like this wow. urgency awoke, like there's no such thing as a child prostitute. Like why would a 12 year old beat a 50 year old man? Like, hey, please buy me for sex. This is great. You know, it is it, somehow like we all got this messaging and I know for us, we started talking to law enforcement who didn't really want to admit or think that it was a problem. And then we just sort of changed systems, changed laws, awakened culture. And now it's the, it's the hot topic because it's ridiculous, right? That our kids are dealing with this and we have not figured out a way to eradicate it. I think we have Tony joining the show, just FYI. Oh, awesome. maybe not. I think he dropped. Tony, are you with us? Uh, okay. Well, Elizabeth, let me ask you this, because I just found this interesting. Uh, Tal and I are both, you know, Ray and Tay, we're both born and raised in New York City. I live in Scottsdale, Arizona now, and I saw numbers yeah. just came out yesterday where the top three states are Texas, one, Minnesota, two, and Arizona, three, for sex trafficking. And I was wondering, and I was like, wow, we were talking off air. That's sort of baffling. Is it because it's going to Mexico and Canada as well, where Minnesota is number two, Texas? I said, I think there were like over 300 cases that were reported last year or in 16. I'm not too sure. But, I mean, do you think it's because they're getting trafficked to other states? Well, you know what? It rotates around, and it's funny because a lot of times the top three will be, um, yeah, it'll be Florida, New York, and California. And I'm like, oh, you're just highlighting, you know, football states. No, but it's literally we got a call. <laughs> we, we got a call from the Arizona Cardinals. Literally one year ago, the Arizona Cardinals called us, called us and they said, this, is our, this has to be our charity. We are looking for the top service provider in the country, and you are it, Sale of Freedom which is our, you know, original organization. And so the Cardinals are looking to partner with us and have us launch our full programming in Arizona because, you know what, I think there's, there's destinations, like so if somebody travels to an area, like if it's a hot spot, and if there's money pockets because everyone always think it's, thinks it's low income or it's just that neighborhood, but sort of wherever there is a high population of affluency, wherever you have strip clubs, and weirdly Iowa is a big hub, like it's just not what you think, and it almost ends wow. up being everywhere. It's crazy, yeah. That is. Wow. <laughs> so, besides you know, the Cardinals, what made, what made you reach out to Tony? And I obviously we know his affiliation with SNY and the Jets. What made you uh, or him reach out to you? How did your relationship develop? Yeah, well, we had a great mutual friend. I don't know if you guys have met MJ in New York, but she knows everybody, and she's a major connector. And sure. Tony, right. have you guys spoken with Tony before? He's fabulous no no we're looking forward to it today we're like tony where are you (laughs) where he's coming i know he's coming i I was just told about 20 minutes ago he's coming but he is literally see here's the here's the deal we we have also trent tucker is one of our ambassadors former former nba player trent was yeah we had trent on the show yeah yeah these these are men that like are the epitome of what an athlete role model should be 
Like, it is yes. unique. Like, Tony was how many years? 17 years in the NFL. He's now NFL legend staff. Never yeah. an infraction. That guy was never in trouble. He, you know, like, you don't see all these headlines that you see, and he stands for good. He advocates for kids. And so when he found out what we were doing, he's like, I'm in. This is ridiculous. And he's just such an, a stellar, stellar man. You, w- wow. you wish the media would do more positive pieces and even try to make it like a fun half-an-hour weekly show on any network with any sport glorifying what athletes do because we don't have enough positive imagery of just anybody right. anymore in the country, but let alone the athletes, you know what I mean? So I think you're right that right. that would be, you know, that sort of a programming that we need to do because we always like to talk about scandal with athletes or their stats, but right. we never talk about you know, what they're doing off the field. And obviously the last few years you've heard more about it with the NBA and what LeBron and the guys did at the SBs and now recently right. with the NFL protest, how that's turned into a positive thing, with, you know, what, what guys are doing. But it definitely needs to be spoken about more. So when you said you're connecting with the Cardinals, what other NFL teams or retired players or current players are you guys trying to connect with to help get, you know, bigger names and more people to be aware of this serious issue that I know is very big out here in Arizona as well? I know. It's huge. We are just launching. We have an ambassador sort of program that is just launching right now, and that's why Trent and Tony sort of hopped in as, like, the, the first to sign on because we literally just rolled okay. it out in the last couple of weeks, and these guys are the first in. So. We're, we're looking all over. So we've had word, like, I, I can't say anything confirmed, but there's some fascinating and wonderful NFL news that I think you're going to see our name coming up more and more and more. But, um, yeah, I just okay. got a call this morning, but it's not official, but we're working on talking about press releases. Oh, so, you, things, you, so. Can't, you can't give us the exclusive <laughs> and drop the bomb on, on Ray and Tate Ray today. And Tate. That's okay. Ray and Tate exclusive. You heard it here first. Yeah. But it's exciting. Right. You know what the fun thing is? Well, listen, because the Super Bowl, the Super Bowl is the number one. Like, if a city has trafficking and they host the Super Bowl, it increases, yeah, they say, 10 to 20 times. One. Like, exponentially, they, they're shipping to And <laughs> in the hotel rooms, you could order, it's like ordering a pizza. You could say red hair, hasn't hit puberty. I mean, like, just disgusting. Oh, and I'm that's not. what happens in a Super Bowl. So I think why now all of a sudden we're going to get all this play is because Super Bowl is like, here's an opportunity for us to show that we are not okay with this. So right. I think you're going to see and some And this really year it's in Atlanta. Things. So maybe in Atlanta you guys can start and see if you can get, you know, Julio or Matt Ryan or somebody. And just people yes. just in general, the owner, you know, the owner I'm sure would be interested in getting involved because – you know, they would want to say, not in our city, you know, like this has got to stop and, and this is not yes. what we want to be known for anymore, especially around the NFL and the Super Bowl, but specifically this year, you know, targeting Atlanta, that that would be awesome. So right. how and can – what can, what can individuals – What can we I do? I mean, obviously, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, what can we yeah, do, right? Because this page. is something that, <laughs> you know, if, if it doesn't hit home – you know, you hear about this on 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 the radio or on TV or or on shows like this, and it's it's horrifying. And especially as parents, because both range and you know we're both parents. Um, are what you? Can, How old are your kids? What do you guys have? What age range? Tell me age range. I'll give you ideas. We have young. Uh, I have young. Two and four. And I have boys, five five year old twins, and a nine year old, and a nineteen year old in college. But out here, uh-huh. there was just a report in Gilbert, a woman went to security 
because she saw three women in a Costco in Gilbert, Arizona, like checking out her little seven-month-year-old son, like in such a weird way that she felt nervous and even her mother was with her. And when they went to go get the security at Costco, the women vacated immediately and disappeared. So that's kind of scary that, you know, and we've heard about it here in uh, PV Mall, Paradise Valley Mall, kids being taken. So I'm very careful with my nine and five-year-olds. You have to be. And you know what? It's the fastest growing time. So like we're, where drug trafficking and the drug cartel used to be like the big, big, big. So already in Europe, sex trafficking has surpassed drug trafficking. It's a $32 billion um, industry. And in America, sex trafficking is about to surpass drug trafficking. Because if you think about it, what's happening is if you get a kid, and, and we're, we're, we're like grooming. We're grooming people to have crazy and more deviant sexual things and so people are wanting kids younger and younger and younger and that's why you're seeing this stuff and a lot of these kids that are in sex trafficking they started being used at three four five years old so that's why i mean to be on a show like this where you have powerful men that could make a huge difference and say i want to be an advocate send me that ambassador package like i want to i'm in you know i want to be on their speaking circuit i want to stand up for this because if somebody touched my four-year-old they would they would have hell to pay. And that's how we want men. That's why, like, being on a show like this is fantastic because, you know, all these women advocates, women are like, oh, my gosh, I was sexually abused. This happened to me. But for men, you know, if you weren't sexually abused, and the stats of one out of five were, but if not, what about your daughter? What about your son? Like, yeah. can you imagine, like, these kids. And that's why when these kids. Well, the numbers are increasing as we get more reports, too, from the Catholic Church fallout in Pennsylvania and every state in, in the country. Uh, Coming from the Vatican, I mean that that spillover is going to be huge. Right. <laughs> and the college campuses. Look at the sports. And the co- you know, like it's coming out yeah. everywhere. Sure. So well, what happened? It's Michigan not increasing. State. We're just finally talking. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Right. So you've got no, Michigan right. State at at kind of an institutional level, and then you've got kind of what happens on campus between the coeds, and then you've got uh, you know systemically in sports, this whole issue of especially male athletes um, and, and all the horror stories that come out. Uh, but let me ask you something different, different but related. How does the Me Too movement work for you, I guess, I guess in your favor in, insofar as the, the, the press and, and the awareness and riding on yeah. that, you know, sort of media yeah. exposure? I mean, I'm just horrible – it's a horrible thing, but to the extent that it brings you more, you know, more into the spotlight and it lets you, you know, gives you a, a podium from which to, you know, send your messages. How, how is that related? Right. Well, you know what? I think it gives us a bigger platform because where sex trafficking was just starting, it's like the tip of the iceberg of people talking about it, but it's so uncomfortable. Like I'm coming on your show and everyone's like, start talking about football. Everybody's like, where's, you know? where's Tony at? Where's Tony? <laughs> where, where the heck is Tony? We get it. We'll send your money. Send your money. Go to salofreedom.com. <laughs> but, but the Me Too movement is sort of like, leveled it a bit that everybody has to hear about it, you know, and, and, and our girls are just a different avenue. So if somebody was abused and they, they ended up with there was power and control and they end up on someone's couch and they didn't have a voice and they didn't say no, it actually sort of starts the conversation more for us to say, you know what, there's over 300,000 American kids every day that are groomed and set out 
down this path. So Me Too movement is, you know, it's a one-off here, it's a one-off there, it's hitting high profile here and there, but it starts the conversation of, guess what, we have a lot more going on. <laughs> yeah. Can I ask you this? Can individuals, can individuals sponsor kids, and do you guys help, you know, if yes. the kids are homeless, are you giving them the shelters and education and school and could, yeah. you know, I say, you know, get my boys involved. They wanted to sponsor a child, donate toys. Like, I'm sure you guys need everything. Yeah, my do. Toys. And you know what? Well, this is, let me tell you, this is Scott Manthorne, and he is our head of our steering committee for the Sail Away Foundation, and he is uber-connected in every sports franchise in the country. So he's going to help your audience feel way more comfortable with sports. <laughs> so he's hopping on, and Tony should be on soon, too. Okay. Yeah, I'm here. Hello, Scott. Is that you? Yes, sir. Hi, how are you? Welcome to Ray and Tay. Thank you. Happy to be here. Okay. So go ahead, Elizabeth. You were saying, like, how we could sponsor an individual? Yeah. So what we do is we have four different programs. So people can get involved. They can either volunteer or they can sponsor, all different ways. So we have a residential program, so it's full-time. I mean, you know, like with your kids as they're growing up, you're like, do you love art? Do you love this? And you're seeing what their talents are. These kids come to us, they've never had anything. They might be 18 years old by the time they're rescued. They don't even have a GED. So they get their education passed. They get, you know, horse therapy, puppy therapy, trauma therapy, everything to clear out and set them on their way. 100% of our girls will get their GED while they're in our program, and 75% will end up in college. And it's amazing of restoring what was stolen. So people could sponsor, like as little as $100 a month, can sponsor um, a girl to go through the GED program and make sure she comes out with at least her GED. We have $25 a month for a year sponsors an entire program of kids going through teen prevention. And then we have all the way up, you know, for $1,000 covers housing for a month. There are so many ways. And then we have teen prevention programs where people could actually help us lead. If there's a group in your area that you want us to bring some of this information, we can train you up and you can partner with us to educate, sexualize the media, teach, you know, all of the things your kids need to know to protect them from online predators, what people are doing now when they're trying to lure them in. So a lot of really cool resources and ways to get involved. That's, that's great. Wonderful. And, and, yeah. you know, hey, Scott, so, so welcome to the show. Um, you joined, and, and we were speaking about kind of uh, sports and, and what's happening in the, uh, in the world of, of sports and, ph- and philanthropy and trying to help out certain causes. So why don't you uh, chime in here a little bit and, and tell us your thoughts about what uh, athletes specifically, because it's a sports show, but what athletes and also individuals can do to, uh, to help your cause and, and help other similar causes. And this is ge- this is just about generalized philanthropy. Well, Any this cause? is the sale of freedom. This is why we need athletes to take a stand against sex trafficking. Right. Yeah. Sure. Well, I, I I think that the the obvious answer to your question is that athletes have a pedestal. They have a they have visibility. They have a lot of individuals that that will follow them. That will morph their habits after the athlete. Right, right, wrong, or indifferent. So, I think just as leaders, it's great when athletes take on particular causes. It's even better when they do it um, because they want to. And sometimes you can see that. Uh, I think JJ Watt's a great a great example of that. Last year, when he was hoping to just raise a few hundred thousand dollars for the hurricane relief in Texas, 
and ended up raising yeah. well over $62 million, right? And yeah. Everybody can really see his generosity and his, and his genuine uh, belief in, in that from his, his daily Twitters and uh, his videos that he's doing on YouTube. So um, I think the more, um, the more that anyone in a position of visibility supports philanthropy, the better it is for everyone. And Elizabeth, is there a certain type of athlete that is better for this cause? I mean, parents, uh, people that have experienced, you know, something you know, horrific in their life. Are, are there people that are particularly better suited for your cause uh, to be your sponsors or ambassadors? Yeah, you know what's so interesting about it? Like, Tony, when we were talking with him about him signing on to be an ambassador, or not Tony, Trent Tucker, Trent was saying, you know what, Elizabeth, he said, I feel like I was prepared for this because he didn't share what it was exactly in his background, but he said, I, I, I already speak about this. I speak about to youth. He said, I've never labeled it with the sex trafficking, but, like, when I go to speak to, he goes to, um, like, rehab centers and addiction centers, and he goes, he goes, I always knew, he goes, I always knew to say to them, this isn't your fault. Like, I, there's something under it. We know there's a reason that you started using. There's a reason you wanted to be numb. So, like, what I think is cool is when there's something in a player that it's almost like they were prepared for it, they know. Because when I, when I was listening to this man talk, I'm like, that's so cool. Because a lot of times people want to not think about it. Like, oh, they just chose it. And, oh, they're addicted to drugs, so they're not selling themselves on the street. And Trent was like, no. He said, we know that if a kid's abused when they're little, they don't want to feel. So I don't know exactly what Trent went through or what makes his heart so compassionate, but it's so cool right. for this man with this kind of influence to say words like that and people stop and it makes them think again and go, wow, you know what? He's right. Why, why don't I have compassion here? I need to think again. So I, I think it's interesting across the board, you know, when we're talking to the Cardinals, they're talking about their different players that are interested and passionate about it. I think that, uh, if anybody pauses, there's going to be some connection in them. But if a guy comes off the streets and he's able to go, oh, my gosh, I grew up around this. I didn't even realize what I was looking at. Like, that's a cool story as well. Hmm. Yeah. Do you, I was just going to say the upside to sports is, is obviously the, the, again, the pedestal that's there. The downside to sports is that a lot of the major events around the world are centers trafficking so while there's good in sports there's bad in sports also and that's why we're trying to lock arms with a lot of these entities to to hit this head on right and we were talking about that before you came on about the super bowl and all the trafficking trafficking that goes on there and i was going to ask elizabeth not just with sports because you feel like all mlb nba nfl nhl they should all be willing or hoping, you know, that they would be willing to speak out and, and sponsor with you. This should be league-wide initiatives. But do you find, Elizabeth, that you guys, and I know you're rolling everything out, that you might even be able to partner up with the Microsofts, the Facebooks, the Googles, the Twitters, even, yeah. you know, having a social media aspect of it because that's where you can get into the underground and the underbelly where people have the, uh, basically a camera in their phone and, you know, see something, say something, that type of stuff. It needs to be that type of mobile because we all have, you know, a computer in our hand in 2018. Right, right, and know what to look for and how to report it and how to make things, how everybody. I landed, I, I landed at O'Hare Airport and there was, 
three girls, like the oldest one was 17, then it looked like 15, and it looked like 7, and they were all dressed like as little schoolgirls. It was so weird, and they were all holding up signs saying, I will work for Candy. Oh, my and God. That, I know, and I'm with my son, you know, he was 12 at the time, and he's like, oh, you're going to call someone, aren't you, Mom? You're going to get involved. I'm like, I am, because you know what? If we, everybody should see that and and be alarmed and take a photo and send it, you know, like it's just, it should shock America. We're so good at looking the other way because, you know, the man that's in charge, he's just around the corner watching and, you know, he's going to, you know, take the money as soon as they do whatever they need to do. And I mean, it's just, it's it's outrageous. So, yes, I mean, that's the reason we had Scott hop on the call because Mr. Tony owes you an interview, and he'll show up at some point. <laughs> and he owes you another one. Uh, we'll get the, we'll get the, yeah, uh, you're going to get that, Tony. Jets, Jets and y, uh, Vikings and Chiefs, <laughs> lots of, a lot of football to talk about. But this is, a, this is a serious topic, and, you know, it's great that you guys have come on our show, and, and we're happy to spread the word. Um, let me ask you about, again, back, you know, coming back to the sports, the athlete, the person listening to the show, what – you know, how can they, first they can come to your site, but how do they learn more? How do they get more involved? Even if it's just awareness, what can, back to the, you know, the grassroots, what can people do on a grassroots level? Is it just simply about awareness? Is it about, you know, as soon as you see something, say something, what, what is it that if you smell something's not right, what do you do? Like when you said you got involved with your kid uh, when you saw those, uh, when you saw those, folks hanging up the posters. I mean, what, what does the average person do? Yeah, I think that the average person needs to be educated. I mean, every single person that's become an ambassador or an advocate is because they learn something. And it's like once you finally know it and understand it, you can't look away. So as simply as going to the website that is salafreedom.com, it's S-E-L-A-H, freedom.com. There are resources there. There's videos there. It's opportunities to host a party with a purpose. You can even host the cocktails for a cause. And you, you open your home and you invite, like, the parents of your, your kids' friends and you invite people. And then one of us shows up and you could have the ambassador. We have ambassadors around the country. And they come and they could share this message and have people understand what, what it looks like. And, and the odds of if there's one out of three little girls being abused and one out of five little boys, that room of parents, one plus of your children is going to have this experience. How do you intervene so that it doesn't go so far that the shame overtakes them and they run and then they hit this even worse, you know? So there's so many learning opportunities. We have resources on there and ways to get involved. We have ways to figure out how to be part of prevention, how to sponsor and get involved and just say, not on my watch, I'm going to put this money down and I'm going to make sure I'm going to monthly be a donor. So there's so many different ways, and that's why I invited Scott on because he's heading the, the arm up that's really doing exactly what you guys talked about, talking to corporations, talking to all the entities of the sports franchises, because that's sort of his wheelhouse, and we're just looking to get in anywhere. So and any of your listeners want to, you know, have more information on how to have an awareness event in their area anywhere in the country, we make it happen. We have staff all over the place. Yeah, okay, so where are you located physically? I mean, where, where yeah. or where are you not? Where are you? <laughs> Our main hubs are New York, Chicago, L.A., and soon Arizona. Those are our main hubs. But okay. our prevention arms, which works with kids, and we could get our curriculum into any school, any church, any after-school boys and girls club around any state around the country. We literally just trained up the entire state of Connecticut. Like, we are 
wherever there's an interest wow. because, you know what, until people learn, it's going to continue. Well, when you guys come to Arizona, you're definitely going to have to hit up Tay, Eric Taylor, because that's something <laughs> that um, we would, I would definitely love to get involved in. I mean, being a, a New Yorker, but just having kids and, and just seeing what's happening here in Arizona – um, and we've had some athletes from Arizona on our show, um, like Bob Brenly and Adam Archuleta and different people. So, you know, we can, um, you know, hey, maybe we can reach out and get Fitzgerald involved, you know. But it's one of those things where I think coming here is definitely big because, you know, the Super Bowl will be back here in about four years. And, um, yeah. you know, and this is a big host city of big sporting events. They just had the Final yeah. Four, the college football playoffs. So, and I know that um, when the Super Bowl was here a few years back, that was a big topic, just like it was last yeah. year in Minnesota with the sex trafficking. And then to hear what I heard yesterday, that Minnesota was the number two state uh, behind Texas, I was, I was. Uh, it's because really they just saddened. had the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, and Arizona, well, and Arizona was a couple of years ago. No, it's, it's really. Uh, it's so, oh my gosh, it's so unfortunate. I'm just like, well, listen, you have. Uh, that's why you know what. Yeah. Having the NFL or the other sports entities come along and, you know, they're known for having all these things happen that are not positive in the media. The greatest thing yeah. in the world is for all of these sports entities and these players to come along to the Sela Way Foundation and Sela Freedom and say, you know yeah. what, I'm going to take a stand. We're going we're gonna to turn this around and we're going to be known as the protectors. We're going to be known as the ones that are interrupters to this nonsense. So I think it's cool that it. we're making this platform grow. So I appreciate it, you guys. Well, you have fans and promoters in Ray and Tay. We will definitely share that and, and maybe even try to reach out to some of the athletes that we've already spoken to and have relationships with. So, um Absolutely. We will uh, definitely, you know, talk off air and off the show about that type of stuff. Well, thank you yeah. guys for thank coming for on. So if there's anything, time. Scott, is there anything else that you want to share about um, just, you know, connecting Sela Freedom with the different sports and, and just or anything about that or how we can? Um, no, I think, I think Elizabeth really summarized everything well. And, and this, is a, this yeah. is a very much behind-the-scenes conversation at the moment, which right. hopefully we'll see a lot of visibility within the next two to three months. Our hope is that we'll, we'll have some presence around Atlanta. Um, but as you know or, or don't know, the mechanism called the host committee is a, is a slow-moving yeah. entity, and you have to take your time no. getting, getting, getting in there and then, and then making sure that you're playing nice um, making sure the host committee is happy with everything and the NFL. So um, we're, we're working. Have you thought and, about and the colleges great. in Atlanta, the colleges well, in Atlanta that are close to the Super Bowl that might want to even get involved and, in, you know, internships for the juniors and, and college and stuff like that? I know that that might be a huge opportunity. <laughs> the host yeah, committee really the- is the mechanism to, to drive all of that. And they, they are, they're, not, they're not only funded by the NFL, they're staffed. Um, directly in NFL, they have the resources, the manpower. You know, the host committees and the volunteer base inside the host committee is often in excess of five thousand people. So there's a lot of wow. a lot of hands and a lot of energy. Um, and that's good. It definitely is uh, at the top of of their um, their mind. And the NFL wants to make sure. And I'm not speaking on behalf of the NFL. This is my opinion, but I believe that they're they're as um, interested in eradicating this issue as anyone else is in the, in the country. And I think you'll see them take greater steps each and every year um, that people can see what they're doing out in public. 
Right. No, 100%. And I think one of the things is if you tell people about your story, nobody would – Nobody wouldn't be on board. I think what what happens is people just don't know the, how how sort of how dire of an issue this is, and so that's why I think awareness and and telling the statistics and telling the stories and making you know the right. one in three girls and the one in five. I think that's very powerful because you sort yeah. of say, okay, this is a problem. Nobody nobody disagrees, but they just don't know yeah. how acute it. Is. Right, and that it could happen it's, to anybody. Like there's. A- Sorry, go ahead. Well, I was going to say there's a little girl in our program. It's as uncomfortable as anything else out there, Elizabeth. This is not a comfortable issue. This is an uncomfortable challenge in the world. So I don't think anyone's going to pray around and give high fives to each other, but we do want to solve it. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you again so much. It was our pleasure to spread the word. You guys are doing great work. And, again, to all of our listeners out there, to Sela, Sela, right? Sela. Sela, Way and Sela Freedom. We have a retail store called Sela V. <laughs> yeah. Do you really? We do, uh, yeah. Yeah. So we appreciate it, you guys. And yeah, it could be any kid. So you having this program and, you know, having to see the topic today just helps parents realize, you know what? We have a lot to look out for. And it is an amazing gift to go to our website and learn how to protect your own children and those around you. So I really appreciate you guys giving us the time. It was our pleasure, and keep up the great work. Thank you. Thank you guys so much. Have a great day. Thanks, Elizabeth. Thank you, guys. Take care. Bye. Take care. Bye-bye. All right. Wow, that was awesome, and we're very thankful to have Sailor Freedom and Sailor Way on with us to join us. Hopefully, Tony Richardson can come on another date and, um, you know, get his connection to it and all the things that he's involved in, you know. It sounds like uh, yeah, we got know, a lot they're to connected with Tony. We'll with, on the show. But I will say, yeah, so the one takeaway for me is, is kind of what Scott alluded to and a little bit what Elizabeth was saying is that sports is powerful. Is this Tony because, now? Oh, did we just get Tony on the line? Hello? Hello, is this Tony? No, this is Jason from Texas. I just called in to listen. Oh, hey. oh okay. Awesome, man. Thank you. Sir. Thank you so much. All right. We, we appreciate it. Wrapping up our show, talking about the platform that the athletes have, you know, whether it's any cause, right? A lot of these causes are legitimate causes. Certainly sex trafficking is one of the, one of the most, uh, you know, horrific ones, but athletes are not just they don't just play right they have a platform to make a social impact and and i guess to all those athletes out there there's so many of them are doing great work and if you're and if you want a cause jump on a cause whatever the cause is important to your heart because so many kids and so many adults frankly are listening and following yeah definitely all right well good show i think um you know, we'll definitely get Tony back on and, um, you know, talk about the NFL with him and all the things that are going on as we enter into week four tonight. So um, we shall see what happens, but we got to definitely, you know, speak out and, and get people aware. I'm glad that they're coming to Arizona since all the stuff that, you know, goes on here, right? So, all right, well, 
Thank you for everybody on. for listening. Yeah, listening, and we'll uh, hopefully we'll be back soon with Tony. <laughs> All right. All Stay right. tuned. Take care. We're out. Peace.